Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My Talk Awards. So these runners up all had to fill in for us. Enjoy an hour of Bradley and Don, the losingest losers of the award show on My Talk 1071. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Well, this is the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Um, and we She's just like, I don't know what to do. do. Um, <laughs> <well>. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we just wanted to do a big infomercial for our show right here. Exactly. So um, if you guys, I mean, I imagine the average LoJ listener has probably heard the last segment of our show, right? Which is the game show roulette because they're getting ready to, if they don't already listen, like I'm assuming all LoJ listeners have listened to our entire show. But if for some reason they just tuned in, maybe perhaps possibly they've heard us do the game show roulette that Mike produces every day, which is a fun piece of game show buffoonery, right, Zoin? It is. But that's not all we do. We do so much more every day of the ding dang week from noon to three so this is our chance to sell ourselves hi look at us do 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 we're showing off our wares <laughs> all hour long and then if i remember correctly do donna and steve come next yes followed by uh jason and alexis yes and are you here the whole time Yes. Wow. See, the person that really loses is Holly. Yes. Yes. Holly had to be up for the morning show, and then she has to be at the end of the day as Thank well. God you got to go home. That's true. I did go home. Did you sleep? I took a cat nap. Thank God. Did well, my power walk. Did a little work. And then I came here. Yeah, why do you have to be punished so much? This yeah. Is, really if I were you, about this now. I would complain. See, something that we do is that we're very compassionate. Oh, so why don't okay Dawn? Why don't you go over there take uh, take over the reins? I could and uh, send her home. Yeah, but then I'd have to come back. <laughs> yeah, she see that's the problem. See All now right, the way fine. that they manage this is that yeah sure Bradley and Dawn, you guys could be a two live crew. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Jason and Alexis from five to six this afternoon. They could be a two live crew. They could be a two live crew. But in the middle, <gasps> oh, there's the people that oh, don't know how to do on the board. There are yeah. the folks who don't know how to run a darn thing. God, why would anybody operate that way? Bradley. I don't know how to Uh-oh. run the board. He doesn't either. I, look, I tried, Bradley. <laughs> I tried many years ago. You did. You? God I was bless like, you. I was like, we're going to teach you how to run the board. God bless you. You tried. And you touched some buttons sometimes. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> then I took us off the air. The FAA called. The FAA? Yeah, oh my I mean, it was God. that were bad. Were you flying over some It was that airplane. bad. Was there it, was a was hexagonal balloon. Was it the aliens? <laughs> we're doing a great job of selling ourselves, Dawn. <laughs> hey! 
Speaking of aliens, hey, do you want to tell people some of the things we love to talk about on our show from uh, noon to three, Monday through Friday? Of course. On Mondays, we do a segment called The Backlot, and that is old Hollywood stories, scandals from old Hollywood, also just interesting facts about the studios and all the goings on. Okay, so I'm so glad you started there, obviously, because it's also at the beginning of the week when we do it typically. Um, But today's, you shared with us uh, a wonderful story. And Holly, you might actually know the story. And I don't remember if if I told you about the book or maybe you even told me about this book. But I know one of the many things that Holly is... uh, as good at is um, getting deep into old Hollywood. And do you want to tell her the story you shared with us today, Dawn? Yeah, it's the murder of silent film director William Desmond Taylor. Did um, you know that story at All House? Bradley, I think you're the one who told me that there is a book about this okay. that I needed to read. Well, yeah. you can find it on our show links page. Just go to the website, mytalk1071.com. You can find a link to a history channel, a uh, little piece that they did on the murder, and um, also a link to the book. So, And you very... are all deep in it today. What Was there like one takeaway that you had from the story that would pique people's interest? I think it, uh, the most shocking thing about it was that um, the man who found his... It was the butler that found him, and he called the studio first. So the studio, a bunch of people, like dozens of studio executives and people from Paramount, I think it was, were in the house contaminating all of the evidence. There's just dozens of fingerprints everywhere. There's no way to know. They contaminated the crime scene, and so that's why I think it isn't solved. So. Yeah, no, there was, and there's a bunch of the thing that I, I think really made this story super, super fascinating is that there's like tons of suspects, or I shouldn't say tons, but oh, really? multiple, Seriously? multiple suspects. And again, to your point, like it was at a time when Hollywood was more powerful than like the police, right? Like they could, yeah. they could literally sweep things under the rug. And what was the name of the director? The, uh, William, William Desmond, Desmond Taylor. Desmond Taylor, yes. And the book is called Tinseltown Murder, Morphine, and Madness. In the golden age of Hollywood. Yes. Um, And then we do a really fun thing. One of Bradley's talents is digging into um, family histories. And he loves to try to help people who want to know more about their family history. And so on Tuesdays, we do family history mystery. Family history mystery. By the way, get busy sending me your suggestions because... I'm kind of, it's crickets out there right now, so I need more. So yes. if, if listeners, you have like a family history mystery you want solved, Dawn, do you want to tell people maybe something you learned about your family history yeah. when I jumped into your your wonderful family history? Yes, yeah, so kind of discovered that, um, kind of knew that, well, we didn't know a lot about my dad's dad, but Bradley found out that that man was married to another woman and he had some children at the same time that he was having children with my grandma. Ooh. He wasn't a good guy anyway, so it's not too surprising. But it's like, were you married to two people or never married to my grandma? Mm-hmm. We don't know the answer to that, but there are other kids out there. It's like a double family. It's like a secret family he had. Or maybe we were the secret family. Exactly. Not sure. Oh, sure. So, And he ended up being like uh, getting sent off to all different parts of the world. Yeah, he was a merchant marine. marine. Um, oh, so he could have other families yeah, in other countries. That's right. So oh. that's the kind of stuff that um, 
Bradley digs into. So if you're interested, by the way, just drop me an email on our show page. I don't think our show page email works yet, Dawn, but our individual emails do. (laughs) Now, I love to uh, delve into family history mysteries. Dawn loves to interpret dreams. We are kind of like a self-service fun machine. (laughs) Tell people about Dreamweaver. Yeah, so I studied dream interpretation at a wonderful place called the School of Metaphysics. It's all over the country, and... um, I studied the universal language of mind, which means I can interpret dreams. If somebody from another country were to have a dream and it's, you know, they translate it to me. I can interpret it just the same as I would because it's universal. So um, people send in their dreams and I interpret them on Wednesdays. And we find out that most of the time when you're dreaming about somebody else, it's not really about them. The dream is always about the dreamer. Can I just ask a clarifying question? Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with dreams. It has to do with this segment. How long does this segment go on, Lori and Julia? Until right now. Great. That's what I thought. Well, okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to continue the conversation when we come back. Maybe you can wrap up telling people how they can get in touch with you for Dreamweaver if they mm-hmm. want to be a part of that segment. And then we'll continue to tell you all the amazing things we do from noon to three every day on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn as we take over LoJ right here on My Talk 1071. All right, gang, it is us. We absolutely love Hammer and Eggs. And if you guys haven't been there before, I had a couple friends who went there over the holidays. And they're like, Julia, we hear you talking about all the time we're going to go. Yeah. Loved it. Loved the service. What were they looking for? Carpeting or pricing? Were they getting pricing? Pricing and and luxury, the wide plank vinyl flooring, because it looks like wood. It does. I mean, it is so amazing. And they also have wood veneer. You can get that as well. But it really is so gorgeous and really... um, it's more, so more affordable than you think. One hundred percent. And you know, at Hammernix, they've got all of their installers on staff, which makes that super easy because you don't have to go out and find, you know, to be your own general contractor and find them on the side. They have it all for you, soup to nuts. Or you can do it yourself if that's what you like. Great selection, wonderful people, mm-hmm. and convenient hours. They're open seven days a week. That's hammernix.com for more information. When you stop by, tell them Lori and Julia sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We are filling in for LoJ, obviously, in their first hour here because they won the My Talk Awards with the most correct answers to line up with My Talkers in the voting. So that's they needed why we're another here. day off. We felt bad for them. They get no time off. <laughs> right? It's a rough life for those two. That's right. But the great thing is that Grant also gets a day off. And he well, that is deserved. Off. That is well deserved. Yes. So, if you just joined us, we were talking about what we do from noon to Let three. Let us tell us about you or yeah. us. Well, enough about me. What do you think about me? Yeah, I mean, okay. hey, look, they gave us the real estate. We're going to use it. We're going to sell our wares to the audience. So That's right. I will uh, spelunk through your family history. By the way, I already got an email, so thank you. Keep those Ooh, coming, cool. and I'll solve your family history mysteries with my amateur uh, ancestry.com account. And Dawn... <laughs> interprets dreams and she was telling us that about that rather before we left and i want to make sure people can share their dreams with you because you do the real deal you go all in on their subconscious thoughts yes i do subconscious thoughts yes so um i read the dreams and if you want to send me a dream i can't get to all of them but i do take the ones that i feel like are most common that people dream about um and all you have to do you don't have to tell me what happened that day 
and please make them like a paragraph long. Sum up the dream. I don't need to know the details about like your pants were red or things like that. Like if it seems significant to you, it might not be in as far as the interpretation goes. So just the general basic what happened in the dream, you know, a paragraph or two is just fine with that. So I do that on Wednesdays. And then Bradley, Hmm. we're both interested in unsolved mysteries of the unknown. But it's probably aliens or ghosts. You know, basically like what's been going on for the last eight days where the government has been shooting all sorts of things down. And we talked about this on our show today, didn't we? Yes, we did. We talked about, um, well, the weird things that have been in our airspace. Frankly, I said, I think we're like the first 10 minutes into a movie (laughs) and it's not going to end well. Right. We are actually in a disaster movie as we speak. We're into the first 10 minutes. Yeah, like, oh, all of a sudden, because it was blip by blip, story by story over the weekend, drip by drip, like, government shoots down another unidentified object. And I'm like, should we be shooting these things down before we know what they are? Well, I mean, they're not full of confetti. That's the bad thing about it. <laughs> what do you mean they're not alien rip tailors? I mean, it could be. <laughs> but how would we ever know? Don't you feel like the aliens are like, oh, for the love of God, we tried to send you our peace balloon that was filled with all of technology's answers. <laughs> right, and you shot you it know, down like with you, missiles. The, the secret to fusion, uh, cold fusion, even though you think you figured it out, humans, <laughs> right. here's the real way to do it. And we just blew it up. Yeah, right. well, and here's an update from the White House a minute ago from the New York Times. No way. White House says unidentified objects posed a risk to aircraft. Right. So the reason they shot down these objects over the weekend is that they could have run into your airplane. Okay, well, I'm grateful. But do we know yet what they are? No, there's a task force, I think, that's being started. <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> Oh, God. Let's go work for that. See, this movie is still oh, going. We're now in minute 12. I know what you were going to say. The CIA or some type of what? organization. You said, let's go work for the oh, task organization. No, no, no. I was going to say the task force. Oh. Yeah, well, it's so secret that we don't even know what it is. So like, it, this is, we're, we don't have to worry about it. But one shot uh, down uh, over Alaska, another one in the Yukon Territory in Canada, a third over Michigan yesterday. With our very own uh, Duluth fighter uh, jets. Yes. That yes. came out of the air. Uh, the I don't know what the particular base is, but from Duluth. So yeah. So the National Security Council spokesperson said that the military hasn't identified the source of the object or what their purpose was. Right. He said there was no indication that Americans on the ground were in danger. Well, that's the other thing. They blow this thing up. They don't know what it is. And then, like, what's going to happen when it comes hurtling towards the earth? Can you imagine you're just like out for a walk with the dog? <laughs> do to do and thud. Yeah. I mean, that's the beginning of the movie right there. Exactly. I know, it is. And then is the dog's the dog's still alive. Oh, the dog the lives. The woman wow. isn't. But the uh, dog what? runs and tells the the neighbor. Okay. You know? <laughs> Wait, I mean, it has to start dramatically. We want the dog to live. So. Well, so the dog gets the neighbor to come back to where the smoking like hole in the ground is. Hey, what's mm-hmm. that, Edel? <laughs> and then the, the Edel? Edel. The <laughs> dog's name is Edel? Yeah. Oh, boy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Where'd that come from? It's just I thought you would see if you're still paying attention to me at this late of an hour. What do you mean, Edel? What am I missing? There's no mystery here. I just said Edel. Oh, okay. It's just the name. I was going <laughs> to say Edel, and it came Edel. out Edel. Hey, Edel. Edel. Now, a shorter <laughs> briefing earlier this afternoon. If One of the conclusions is that Americans don't need to worry about aliens, so says the government. Okay. <laughs> at least as it concerns like, to these particular... No, at least as it concerns to these particular UFOs. Okay, yeah. sure. So, These are just spy balloons, is what they're saying. China has responded by saying, yeah, 10 spy balloons from the U.S. flew over China in 2022. So I don't know what you're freaking out about. We're just sending them back. Maybe it's our own balloons. No. There was a report that um, the one that they shot down in Canada was actually a Canadian uh, thing. That was their own thing that they shot down. But how would you not know that you have a thing floating around up there? And uh, again, uh, how do we not, like how are these things just now? I know they're saying because now they're just looking for them. But yeah. if there have been all of these things floating around at the same height that air uh, tra- traffic goes, you'd think that somebody else would have seen these things before. That's correct. Right. Yeah. And then there was also the meteorite over in uh, Europe. Where was that? Oh, I didn't hear that. In Paris, near Paris or France. <gasps> Near Paris or France. Yeah, so whichever one. Okay, and inside Pee-wee. there are the spores, Bradley. The no! spores are going to spread no, the all the mushroom spores. zombies. Meteoroid expected to safely strike Earth's atmosphere Sunday evening over France. Oh, God, that's terrifying. What's so, inside of it? Well, look, this is the kind of tinfoil hat experience you will come to enjoy when you flip... <laughs> the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on from noon to three. But when we come back, you know, one of our other favorite things is TV. It should not surprise you that we're love uh, loving and speaking of spores, The Last of Us. We'll talk about that when we come back right here on My Talk 107. Julia, for our favorite place, it feels like we're in Mexico when we're not, is El Barrito Mercado. And you just got back from Mexico. I did. All the... The fresh salsa, the peppers, the carnitos, the de- you know the bakery. F- the All beautiful- that's available at uh, El Barito Mercado. It is. And you know what else, Lori, is they are the only place to have an authentic Mexican breakfast in the Twin Cities. That's true. And it's the weekend, and you could go and have breakfast, then go shop in the deli. Um, you gets, can have dinner and have some drinks. You, you can, can do the takeout deli if you're having any people over for okay. any uh, playoff games or something. And, of course, the their guacamole game. and their salsas and their chips and everything are so authentic. It's the best tasting stuff in town. It's so yeah. wonderful. It you can like get it all to go. Yeah. It and the like carnitas and everything. Everything. And then they've got the grocery store. So if you like to make some of your own uh, things, they've got the Mercado, the whole marketplace. El Berito Mercado. We on love Lesset. it. We love it. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, Extended Hour. Yes, we are here to fill in for LoJ. Uh, you just heard them talk about how they have the day off. They deserved it. Did they? they did. Well, you know, they've been here the longest, so I feel like they deserve it. I don't know. All right.
right, so, well, we've been talking about what we do on our show. Yeah, it's basically a big commercial for us. Hi! It's like an infomercial, and guess what? You can send a self-addressed stamped envelope. Yeah, you can, and you can write into us because we don't have a an email. Yeah, so just to give website. you a heads up, they got a day off. We don't even have a show email. <laughs> That's right. Um, That's functioning. It's, it's supposed to be, but it's not. It's anyway, true. I'm not bitter. No, it isn't. Where were you going to one? I was going to um, talk about The Last of Us. Oh, yes. You and I both love TV, don't we? We do. And this show is a series on HBO Max. It is based on a video game franchise. The storytelling is amazing. And it involves zombies, but don't, not don't be scared, but most of it is, um, is really great storytelling about relationships. And um, the zombies have, they happen to be mushroom zombies. And you'd have to watch it to get it, but it's like fungus, basically. There's a fungus among turning us. Turning people into zombies. And it makes total sense when you're watching the show. And you have noticed something out there. In the world since the popularity of The Last of Us. Yeah, so honestly, like, I don't know about y'all, but um, every time I open social media, at some point I'm flicking through my feeds and something mushroom related will come up. And usually it's like, oh, here's a mushroom growing kit. And they'll they'll include the name of the mushroom that's mentioned in The Last of Us. It's called cordyceps or the fungus, I should say, because I don't think yeah. it's technically a mushroom. But I, a mushroom is probably just a culinary term after all. Um and I'm like, oh, so the genius marketers over at like whatever companies we're talking about have figured out that like everybody's kind of predisposed to be on high alert for mushroom phobia. <laughs> so they're like, Lou, let's tantalize and titillate people with some mushroom ads. And so I got like a, an ad for a grow kit so you could grow your own fungus at home. Yeah, That sounds fun. Yeah. And um, we also saw an article about how you can grow mushrooms um, in a roll of toilet paper. Yeah, it's a TikTok. It literally is all over TikTok. They show you how to take a roll of toilet paper and grow mushrooms. Also, do you want to eat mushrooms that grew on toilet paper? (laughs) No, I don't know if it's just supposed to be a cool science project that you do for your kid who's in sixth grade or if you're supposed to actually eat them. Yeah, you're like, hey, look, I grew this on toilet paper because my next What's that? What? What? Oh, I'm hearing weird noises. You are? Oh, it's the aliens. Oh, God. I'm getting feedback. Sorry. Just heads up. Anyway, Zuan. Somebody's somebody's, uh, pushing buttons somewhere. Oh, okay. I know what's happening. In one of those other studios over there. Somebody's doing something. Mm -hmm. Is that better? Yeah, I don't hear anything. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, Don, can you tell the the lovely listeners what you love so much about The Last of Us or what you think that mm-hmm. show makes, like, why it's special? Because I think some people are like, I don't want zombies. Yeah, well, I suffered through all of The Walking Dead. Alexis and I watched it till the bitter end. It was, the sh- it was literally a zombie show. It was very meta because it was a show that would never die. Much like a zombie. Did you guys do a podcast about it? Uh, No, we didn't. But we we talked about how we hate watched it because you've got to continue. If you're in eight seasons or nine seasons or ten or whatever it was, you can't stop watching it. Even though we literally both would yell at our TVs, we hated it so much. So if you're turned off from zombies because of The Walking Dead, 
this is different. You know, the game was wildly popular, the game franchise. Uh, there are actually three games. Um, this is one of those games where almost everybody I know that's a gamer says it's their favorite game. And um, there's there are great stories going on and storytelling going on, some of them better than network shows. That's yeah. why they took this one that was so popular and turned it into a TV show. I love the... Um, relationship between the two main characters um i love the even though it seems dark and depressing there's always something to try to look forward to like they're always going somewhere and the stakes are really high if you you keep people interested by making sure that the stakes are always high which i believe hbo max is doing such a good job already in the way they're telling the story. They're also adding to it, so it isn't just the same as the game, which some gamers out there are like, oh, I don't want you to add to the story. Well, This isn't pure. What I will say is that, you know, I honestly, and no no shade on those who play games, but you know that that's, like, just hearing that is going to turn a certain segment of the audience off, which I, I imagine then, because, you know, they think it's going to be a certain thing. It's mm-hmm. not, and that's why people should give the show a chance. And I, I think that's happening because... Just from the sort of like conversation I've heard from people who I had no expectation would watch this show, I'm like, oh, this show is really breaking through. It's not just sort of a niche show. Right. And it is truly, I think, as you pointed out, because of the storytelling. And, and they have given the show, the the story rather, more places to go than it initially had in the game. But I think it's probably... And you can tell us because you actually played the game or you mm-hmm. did you play the game or watch someone play I, the game? I played the first game and watched my boyfriend play the second game. So like, but it's still, Which is clo- still like playing the game. Yeah, it's still like close enough to the thing that you're not completely, you know, oh, divorced yeah. from it. So I think it serves everyone because I didn't play the game. And frankly, I was like, well, that's interesting. But like, is it a good show? And beyond like if you've never played the game, you will still or you still have the opportunity to find some like completely gut-wrenching emotional storytelling. That's true. I mean, they set it up very well in the game and the show that the lead character character uh, played by Pedro Pascal who's just dreamy. He he is do he well, I mean, we shouldn't be hung up on whether or not they look like the characters in the game, but he really does. It's and creepy how close he it looks. It is. He looks just like Joel, the the character in the game, and the animation is fantastic in the games. It's some of the best anima- animation, you know, game animation out there. But he, um, he, the character has an incredible loss that happens to him, which shapes who he is. Mm-hmm. And throughout the years, you can see that um, changing because of the other people in the story. And the stakes end up, you know, in the beginning, you're like, well, the stakes aren't really high for him other than just to literally keep breathing and surviving, which is important. But then as far as like what he lost, you can't ever get it back. And it's and it is but the yet, reason for people to keep on living a lot of times. I'll just say that. Yeah. But yet here he is. Here he is. Yeah. And I will also say one of the things I've just noted is that they do such a good job, like the world building, like the world as it is. I think we can all relate to like, what would happen if there was a pandemic? Mm-hmm. Can you relate to that? <laughs> yeah. And this is like a totally different, far deadlier, far more violent experience. But at the same time, 
they do such a good job of like making it seem real. Like it's not just completely absurd. Mm-mm. You know, like you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I wonder why. Like like Grant, our good friend Grant was saying he's like keeping his eye out for all of the different kinds of cars that are in each episode mm. because you know the world sort of stops at a certain point and no like every car in the show is from before that point mm-hmm. like so it's just the level of attention to detail mm-hmm. which just tells you that they are really taking this seriously and that just makes it that much richer of an experience to enjoy as a viewer you know because you feel like you're truly plopped into that world which makes you feel all the things that you know the the characters are probably feeling yeah and as far as like um you know characters being removed or added or complete storylines happening you have to do that because it's a game most of, like a lot of the game isn't just storytelling you're running through buildings trying to shoot zombies i mean that's the basis of any you know first person shooter game mm-hmm. you know you're trying to make it through because there has to be obstacles and it's not just watching a cartoon you know what i mean it's i mean there's gameplay in it which has to do with you know being chased by zombies it's just it's a zombie game so they have to add to that by putting in characters or you know creating stories which they've done beautifully so far it's just been so great and i can't wait to see what happens and it's five episodes in now it's one of the shows we talk about on our show the adventures of bradley and love it too yeah again it's it really is sort of crossing different groups like Mm -hmm. it's not just like oh here's a sci-fi show that i'm going to watch and my partner jamie is not going to watch we're both watching this together i had no expectation that he would want to watch this show and he has been um for all intents and purposes, blown away by it. So I uh, I think, you know, so far, so good. I can't wait to see where it goes. Although I hate that it's going to be over at some point. I know. It's one of those um, it's one of those shows where you're like, oh, no, there are only this many episodes instead of the opposite that you feel with The Walking Dead, where it just never stops. Yeah, <laughs> that's the bad thing about, you know, networks having popular shows in the United States is that they're like, oh, Okay, the ratings now are good. Now let's do more it forever. Money, more advertisers, and they keep adding to the story when it should end. Yes. Like, that's that's why Dawn and I, and if you listen to the adventures of Dawn Lynn, and Bradley and Dawn, Dawn, Lee and Brad. Dawn Lee and Brad, <laughs> Bradley and Dawn, you'll, you will hear us constantly rave about our love for all things um, British when it comes to TV. And I think that's one of the things that British TV, and our good friend Holly is also a fan of British TV, and I think shares the sentiment that British TV kind of knows when... To end a story. And most of the time, according to, I went to school for screenwriting, our teachers would say that they know the ending when they start. That's why it doesn't drag on forever. That's why British shows are like, well, except for those long-term mysteries that go on and on. But a lot of, like, one-off shows are like three seasons. Because it's like, they know where they're going, which is really important. Holly, are you watching Last Uh, Quest? I've watched an episode or two. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, modern gal. You got go. a lot. You got a lot, girl. Which modern is why we got. We'll we'll go. just we'll move on. Yes. We'll move on, and we'll get back to talking about some of our favorite things when we return. All the things that you can normally hear from noon to three, you're getting to hear during this special first hour of Low J. That's not <laughs> Low J. I wonder if those ladies are listening. Hi, girls. Oh my gosh, I hope they aren't. They better not. Please be. enjoy your day off. When we come back, who knows? We got one more segment before Don and Steve take over. Right here on My Talk 1071. So 
the experience of shopping at Furniture Manor is something that we are just over the moon for because it is just such a different furniture store in the Twin Cities than, than some of the big box ones. And um, when you go into Furniture Manor, we are always delighted. We come back either with something new or we're just so excited because everything in there is just displayed in such a wonderful way that you can get an idea of how it might work in your own setting. It's not overwhelming. Right. They have wonderful pricing, good, better, and best, and beautiful selection. And the staff there, it's not a pushy environment. It's more like, you know, how can we help you? And everyone has a design background, so they will spend the extra time with you to find out really if you need them to. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What are you looking for? Let's talk about your other colors. What else is going on in the room? How will this fit? What makes it work? So you're just getting... Over and above customer service at Furniture Manor. Two miles north of 694 on County Road 81 in Osseo. Shop local. Are you or a loved one? The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. If you're turning on your radio and you're like, wait a minute, I usually hear Lori and Julia. This Hold time. the phone. Yeah, well, they are relaxing. And uh, they had a nice weekend that extended into Monday because they won the My Talk Awards. So we're taking over their show. All of us losers, which they point out in the rejoin, uh, the little things that you hear when we come back, that we're the biggest losers of all. Thanks. Because we lost the most. I feel great. <laughs> did we, are we? Are we really? Oh, did the Academy lose more than us? No, no, no. We lost more oh. than the Academy. Okay, well, why did you have to bring it up? I'm just saying, you know, I'm fine with that because whenever you... Do something and you're not good at it. It gives you an opportunity Look, to do things better. We did better. the assignment. We completed the assignment as asked. Yeah. It was not our fault that the audience didn't think the way we do. We just have to regroup for next year. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. We got to think more like what people are into and actually watching, right? Yes. And what are we into? Let's talk okay. about. Let's talk. Well, you know, we thought it might be kind of fun to just tell you, like, look, you know that Lori and Julia have very strong opinions about all sorts of people, like celebrities mostly. I mean, uh, regular people too, but we're not going to tell you what they think about them. So, uh, you know that Brittany. <laughs> that, wouldn't you love to know? Wouldn't you love to? Okay, now we're going to tell the real dirt. What do Lori and Julia think of you? I don't know. Um, but no. So they have their own take on Britney Spears, right? Yeah. I guess I don't really know what they would say about Britney Spears other than leave her alone, probably. Um, Maybe Holly has some more insight into that. Holly, do you know what they think about Britney Spears and her whole Instagram? Uh, I'm sure the Loji fans can tell us. 
You know, I haven't kept it's up to date on that. It's been, it's a, been while. a while. It's I, been a while. Yeah, I don't know the current status of Flo J's opinions on Britney Spears. I think it, it. I think it's safe to assume that they just want Britney to be healthy and happy. Yeah. Okay. Which At we do too. Yeah. But we are completely sold on the idea that there are dark forces at work trying to prevent Britney from being in control of her life and being the healthiest version of herself that she can be, or at least who aren't willing to let her determine how to be the best version of herself. And there's always um, the thought that she isn't controlling her Instagram and that uh, people that used to be in the conservatorship are calling TMZ. Yeah, no, it's clear that there are dark forces swirling around her and she needs to be protected at all costs and we are here to defend her. But it also is clear that we don't know what's really going on. Like, maybe she does need help, but guess what? It's up to her to decide. And um, at the end of the day, I think some people get a little too animated about... um, like trying to save Brittany? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's confusing for people You have people to have a healthy balance. She's acknowledged that you, as her fans, saved her. Yeah. You know, it's like she was freed because of the free Brittany movement. So for her to go, okay, stop now is hard. So that's just, you know, we're, we're digging in behind the scenes of what we think is really going on with Brittany and uh, that people still could be controlling her in some way, especially her image. Do we know what they think about Harry and Meghan? I mean, I know we do, but I, I, they, they are not for Harry and Meghan, from what I understand. Oh yeah, they are. They are. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Because when it started out, I specifically remember when the whole um, they left. I think that they were unhappy about that. Like they were thinking Meghan was the enemy. That's what I remember. But maybe they've changed their tune. I don't know if they were on their own journey, but mm. what I can tell you is that I know full well because we had this conversation on Friday. Stephanie Hansen was oh, in. Oh, sure. And Stephanie and Lori got into it off the air oh, no. because I think Lori and I'm assuming Julia feels similarly as, as I think it's safe to say we do, especially following the book Spare, that like... This and actually, like feelings about Megan aside, like that's a whole separate conversation for a, a bunch of reasons. Like mm-hmm. the British press treated her like crap, um, e- extremely they were very racist, racist, yep. yes, xenophobic, like all sorts of horrible stuff. But since Prince Harry's book Spare came out, I think we all have come to the conclusion that it's it's clear that Harry has done a lot of work on himself, that he is in a much healthier place that the people around him are not uh, out for his best interests, that they're really out to protect themselves as far as the their roles in the monarchy is concerned. And I think Lori and Julie are sort of on that trajectory yeah. as well. Yeah, and I will say, I think that, you know, there's also the concerning interpersonal relationship between brothers, which has been yeah. brought up. You know, William and Harry, will they reconcile? Will be they able to get through this hard time in their relationship? That is of concern as well. Yeah. For sure. And anybody out there, like I can tell you from my own perspective, before I read the book, I had the same kind of thoughts every now and then that I didn't realize were being fed to me. Oh, sure. Constantly. And I felt a negative way about like, okay, well, now you're moving to Hollywood. So but there's a reason behind everything. And if you just open your mind to actually reading or listening to the book. I loved listening to it. Yeah. Harry reads it himself. Um, you will everything and is explained. You will be horrified at the things that since he was a teenager, they've planted stories within with with their own paparazzi and tabloids there against to make themselves look good. I mean, it's all 
it's all explained and you will really feel for him. And it's not that you even have to believe and approve of everything they've said or done. No. But it is to say that they have not had a voice. But I always say this to and I've said this for years, like if you feel a certain way about a celebrity, you got to ask yourself why. Yes. And it's probably because of the news coverage, That's which is not especially when it comes to celebrities, all mm-hmm. that. Uh, accurate usually and based in reality and so if you find yourself hating somebody or being like "Mm, I don't like that person you know okay sure you're entitled to your opinion but like why do you have that opinion and I'm open because I think in the beginning when they first left I too was like well god that seems like a horrible way to go about it but we didn't know their side of the story yeah they were basically scared for their lives Honestly, well, and mostly concerned about like getting to that point, getting the security that they needed to keep, you know, everybody and their uncle from showing up in their backyard. Yeah, that's so true. Right. Yeah. So I think like I think we're allowed to go on a journey, Mm -hmm. you know, like you don't have to have the best reaction right from the get go. And that's what I think this book has done a lot of work to do is sort of rewrite the story where at least now you can balance things against what. You know, the palace has been putting out for years and what now directly Harry and Meghan are putting out. That is correct. So something that we like to do is sort of peel the onion. You know, we're both interested in seeing what's behind the story or what's behind everything, like lifting up the hood, not just looking at the outside of the car, but like, what is that engine? How does this work? What are the mechanics? And so we sort of try to dissect that, which... um is just a natural thing for both of us um, when we talk about things. So it fits. And then Bradley likes cruises. That's what the show is. No, I'm and just Bradley kidding. likes that's what we talk about. Every every day, the third hour of the show is just me booking you all on a cruise. Uh, no, but we also, maybe we have time to play that promo. Um, if you haven't ever heard our show, you might get a gem like this. Here's a snapshot from another Bradley and Don adventure. Is that like leeches? It sounds like it would be the same guy who came up with, you know, leeches. Like Probably. People for leeches. Oh my gosh. And that is how Abraham Lincoln ended up dying. I didn't know that. Yes. Because of leeches? Or George Washington. But he got shot. Oh, Abraham. Right That's now. what George you can Washington. get. Sorry, Every George day Washington, our first president, <laughs> on our show, and she tried to change. <laughs> it really, history I did mean, I did mean it, and I, tell us it was George Washington. But anyway, hey Dawn, hey what? We're done. Oh my, gosh. we get to go home now. Coming up next, we have Donna and Steve. Yes, over the second hour, it's a low J takeover. It continues. Holly, great to see you. Thank you, Holly. Okay, bye now. Bye. bye.